waiting. Leo said uh, last week, he said that he saw somebody who. A Yudea Sefer. A Yudea Sefer. <laughs> I actually spoke to, but I won't, no names, no petrol. Mm-hmm. Who, who went into the Besa Kise with Tfilinshul Yadom. Right? Now, if we look at Rashi, actually, there certainly is a Makara for this. I mean, by, by the way, when we say Tfilinshul Yad, the part, the, the Ritsua's part, which is on the hand, has obviously got to be wound around the wrist so it's completely covered that's no so mm. and also it's only for katanim right but but the um the point is really that the, the main macaw comes from rashi on al duff because on rashi on al duff it says as follows this is we're doing kaf gimel amadalov right if you can see the Rashi, which says Chalitz for Nifna Alta, right? It's talking Chalitz for Nifna Alta is talking about when you do Katanim. It says when you do Katanim, you're going to be Daladamus away. You've got to take Tefillin off. When you when you do Katanim, Chalitz for Nifna Alta. If you look at Rashi there, you hold the Tefillin in your hand, and come on with a Kavua Nami Ochsen Biyada with a with a um, basic Kisa Kavua. You also hold it in your hand, and there's a Sorrow Lassen Bukat Rocha Daladamus. You've got to take it off four Amos before. Now, the next word, Shebizman Shehem Barasha. When they're on his head, Begolu Gnayadova. So it's implied, Mashma from this Rashi, he doesn't talk about Yad at all, he talks about Barash. So this is the, one of the Makairas. Now, Mishnah Brewer does say it applies to the hand as well, that you should take off your Twitter when you go to the base of Kisse. But Bechlal, there's a much wider discussion. Do we have a base of kisse nowadays or not? And now apparently the Chazanish says, I haven't seen it inside, but I heard it from a couple of people I suppose to have. They said, he, Chazanish says, we don't have such a thing as base of kisse nowadays. Because we learnt in the Gemara, base of kisse kavua and base of kisse arai. What's the difference? Base of kisse kavua is where there's sire on the floor. You don't have that anymore nowadays. Mm-hmm. Alright? Well, hopefully not. Base of kisse arai is again where you just do <laughs> katanim on the ground. Nowadays, there's no such concept, right? It's clean, isn't it? So the, apparently, the, so the Chazanir says that there's no such thing as Beis Kise. So that makes the whole thing much easier, right? So the question is that there certainly is a Makar to go in with a Twilinshul Yad. And I've seen if you look at the Mishnah Brewer, says you, sh- you should take off the Yad. But Air Hate brings quite a few shitters which say you can go in with your hand. The question is, what is the Minaka Olam? It's true, there are shitters one way, shitters another way, and anyone, and apparently, also I heard from different sources, <coughs> that Rav Shach used to go into the Beis Kise for Katanim with Tfilin Yadon also. Obviously covered, as we said. Right, so there definitely is a Makar for that. The question is, but asked around, what is the Minig Island? What, what do people do? What, what is the sort of the Minig that's Mukubal that's sort of accepted by us? And the answer was, I mean, even the Rav confirmed this as well, that you should take off both Tfilinshul Rosh and Tfilinshul Yad. Even that, in other words, even though somebody who does not take off Tfilinshul Yad hasn't done anything wrong, Yesh Mark, he's got somebody to rely on, but the Minig Island is to take off Tfilinshul Rosh and Tfilinshul Yad. However, when it comes to making a brocha, when you put it back on, you only make a brocha if you've done gadolim. If you've done katanim, 
you did not do a broth you did not make a brother it it's unclear why because the whole point is there's been a hefzik and the hefzik means because it's also to go in with the with your tefillin into the into the in, into the base of Kisei. So why should make a difference between Katanim and Katanim? It could be that the Hefzik is of shorter period when you do Katanim than it is when you do Gadalim. That could be. I also, then, technically speaking, you don't need to take off the Shaliyad anyway. That's right. So we've done so, that, you don't have to make the brother. Is that what you're saying? Because you don't... Yeah, so that's why you don't need to... No, but you, 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 you've, you've got to take off Shorosh. You've got to take off. And you've still got to make the brother. There are some, I've saw some shitters as well who say you only make one brocha. I presume that means that's Shorosh, you know. No, because a brocha of Shorosh, anyway, when we make a brocha on Shorosh, it's a suffix. Yeah, Yeah, I know, but they they say, we make two brochas, right? Shorosh and Shulyad. So I see it's understanding that when you come out of the Beta Kisei, even if you've done Gadaidim where you should make the brocha, you only make one and not two. But any case. It didn't say. I think I. I would have thought Shel Rosh. No, I would have thought that. Yeah. Because Shel Rosh, no, because Shel Yad, there's a heter, well, perhaps only with no, Katanim. I don't know. Yeah, I, you're right. It could be. I'm not sure. But anyway, let's talk about Minigot Island. Actually, Minigot Island is as follows: you take off Tefillin Shel Rosh, take off Tefillin Shel Yad, and you make a brocha if you do Gadalim. If you don't do, if you do Katanim, you do not make a brocha. And the interesting thing is, Masha ain't Cain by Talus. If you take your talus off, then you do not make a brocha. Why? Because min ikardin, you can go into a toilet with a talus on. Even gadalim, you can go in. One doesn't, because it's not covered, but one can. And the interesting thing as well is, the Mishnah Burma Furish says, for a kittle, when you wear a kittle, you can go into the toilet, but only for katanim. He says that only for katanim specifically, Mishnah Burma says. said you don't go into the toilet at all. No, Mishnah Baruch says. No, well, I saw it this week because I'll show you. I'll show it to you. Yes, I'll show it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. In my Mishnah Baruch, yours and Gerald's. If in my Mishnah Baruch, which I saw, it said for Katanim only. You go with a kittle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And many people in this shul do go in with a kittle. Yeah, but the thing is, so why why should it be for a talus that you can go in? This after all, why should it be for 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 a talus you can oh, go in? Even for Gadolim, pardon? It's just a white coat. No, on the contrary, a kittle you cannot go in for Gadolim. You can only go in for Katanim. Whereas a talus, which you would have thought is more holy than a kittle, a talus you can go in for Gadolim. Yeah, even for Gadolim you can go in. One doesn't because it's not a cover, it's not a kibbud. Right? So he said, he said the reason is because, um, a kittle is meyuchud latfila. A kibbud is, whereas a talus, the main thing is for the tzitzis part of it, although you're really, really yikes and this is from the other compass, but it's the tzitzis part of it. But this, this is made meyuchud latfila, therefore you should only go for katanim. That's what he said is a difference. And he gets, oh, that's very good. I'm grateful to you, Reb Leo, that, that you, no, no, I'm very pleased that you brought it up. They gave a course for thought, uh, you know. I swear, I got my son Yossi on the job. He asked, you know, Robert Schmitzer who's coming here this this week. Schmitzer, Dan Dunner's son-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a real bookie about locha. You know, you know the amount of people that I asked, even Shul Rabonim, and they didn't know. 
They, they weren't quite sure. And I was very surprised because this is, I wasn't asking them at dinner about chalitza or something like that, which, you, you know, might happen once every blue moon. This is a, really a miser that I would have thought happens quite often. But any case, there you go. So, Ebrach Shem, we got to the bottom of it. In any case, it tells if it falls off of you, oh. you have to make a bow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you take it off, you don't. No, yeah. if it falls off. That's yeah, right, no, that's right. You don't. If you're wearing your talus cotton, then it carries through. Um, no, no, if your talus falls off, if you can manage to catch it, it's okay. If it falls off completely, you've got to make a brocco when, when you put it back on. Yeah, because that's a hepsi. You see, here, when you go to the toilet, you'll take... I've heard, if you're still wearing your talus cotton, then you're not properly masir fast. Yeah, well, in any case, it, 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 it does it, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, <coughs> right, so that's, that, that's that show. I just want to give a one minute or 30 second even review of where we got up to because we're continuing <coughs> in the same sugya. So just to bring us up to speed, as it were, we had as follows. We had a bride, so somebody who enters the base of Kisei Kavua, which is where Tsaira is, got to take off his twilling at a distance of four hours <coughs> and once as he goes to a base of Kisei Arai where there's no tire he may remove his twilling and relieve himself for Gedalim straight away but on his way out he's got to distance himself four hours once he's made because he's now made the, into, into a base of Kisei Kavua in both cases both Kavua and Arai he can hold them <coughs> while he relieves himself that's what Rashi says and we'll see that's the shit of Beis Hillel afterwards as well then we asked Ashala, can you go into a Besa Kisei Kavua with Tefillin on if you only want to pass water? You only want to do Katanim? And there, even though there was one shitter which said yes, but we came to the conclusion the answer was no, because he, as a Gezerah, because he might come to do Gedalim as well. Or he might be, yeah, fear, he might uh, break wind. Then we had a third Brysa, and <coughs> we, we, which was as follows, that Beishabai says you cannot hold it in your hand, the Tefillin, but you've got to put it in the hole in the wall near the Rishos Arabim. Beis Hillel says, that's Beis Shammai. Beis Hillel says you can hold it in your hand, as we had before. And Rebbe Kiva said you hold it in your garment and you support it with your hand. However, if for some reason that's not possible, for example, we said, say your clothes are too tight for you to put the twin down there, then, then you should put in, in the hole facing the base of Kisei, not the, the, not the facing the Rishos Arabim, facing the base of Kisei, but, uh, because if you put it in the street, someone may take them, and they will be suspected of immorality. And we had that very sad story about somebody who left his tefillin on the outside, and the designer came along and took the tefillin and brought it to the base of Medrash and said, "Look what this fellow paid me to 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 be intimate with me." And when he heard, of course, it wasn't true; it was a made-up story. And when they when he heard that, he jumped off the roof and he committed suicide. And at that time, so they agreed that it should never be put there anymore in the Rishos Arab. And that's where we got up to last week. So now... What do you say for the Yafriyach? What does that consequence got? Your Yafriyach? Yeah, what, cons- what consequence? Because you mustn't wear, if, you mustn't wear Tefillin yeah, if, if you pass if, wind. If, if you have done it, then, so what happens? Nothing, so nothing, nothing, nothing. They don't say no, broker, you don't say anything. No, 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 no. no. Sometimes you can't control it. No, right. Continue. I mean, that's yes. Nothing to do with. Yes, yes, yeah, but you wash your hands so you can be. But, uh, no. There's another point with that very unpleasant story. Yeah. Yes. You said that um, it, it's best, according to the warrior, it's preferable to leave the tefillin inside the toilet. Rather than outside, 
in case in case people suspect immorality. Yeah. That's kind of forced moratorium. I mean, I mean, we all pass a public community who don't expect immorality. But wait a minute. Actually, what Rabbi Kiva says, yes. we don't put it outside. So really, then what you should do is put it in lachatchila. In the first place, you should put it in your beged and hold it. Yes. But if for any reason that's impossible, then don't put it on the outside. Leave it. Leave it on the inside. Well, because of the story, they made a gazera because of that terrible story that yeah. happened. No, because a woman will walk past and pick it up. Sorry. Because it, it, it can be picked up by anybody. Well, it can be stolen. That's the reason. Surely it can be stolen. Why well, it, yeah, okay, you're right. But the Gemara, do, yes, it's true. But the Gemara doesn't say that. What the Gemara says is because of chashad. He says lo yanichem bechur nasmuchin rishus harabim shema yitlu aisem avde derochim. Somebody who's passing will take them. The yovel a day chashad. And you will become to be suspected of immoral behaviour. Yeah, you mean that's a very far fetch because it's much more likely to happen that somebody will steal them. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right, but the Gemara doesn't say that. So perhaps it means in addition to somebody possibly stealing them, this can happen as well. Because even though this, this woman went, went to the base medrash, yes, I'm sure they didn't believe her. Well, I don't know. We don't know that. Imagine not. No, but the consequences were so dire that this man took his life. This poor man took his life. Therefore, they felt they had to make a gazera about it. I understand. Okay, right. So now we're up to Ton Rabbonon, which is one, two, three, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen lines from the bottom of Kaf Gimel Amadala. Fourteen lines. Third word in Ton Rabbonon. <coughs> Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Ton Rabbonon. Everyone got it? Barishayna hayo manichin tefillin bachunas mukhna besa kisay. At first people put tefillin the holes of that, that, towards the besa kisay. Obanach borimanach lightsan. And then mice came and took it from there. And it seems we had before Rashi explained that for some reason m- that mice will stay in the field but will not go out to where the to the remember we're talking about a wall that separates a field from a Rosh Hashanah and the mice will not go into Rosh Hashanah where people are going and passing but they will stick on this side of the field so when the mice stood were there they came and they sort of took the tefillin away they dragged the tefillin away therefore they instituted that the people should put them in the windows that Towards it, where the Rosh Hashanah the window, by the way, means the holes in in the wall. Oh, here's your point. Here's your point. Very good, uh, Clive. And then the here it doesn't talk about Chashad. Here it says that the they would come and take them. Very good. So it's both. Therefore, they instituted that one should hold them in your hand, like Beis says. Omarav Miyosha, Bered Rabbi Shurban Levi, Halocha, the Halocha is like this. Golan come in safer. You roll them up, like we rolled Tzvillin up now and we put the Ritzuas over, we roll them, roll, roll them up. Come in safer, like a scroll. The Oxen Bemino, and you hold them in your right hand. Keneged Libo, and with that you can hold them in your hand, even while you're doing the Gedolim. That, that's the Halocha. Yeah, connected oh, Libby. I'm opposite, I said. Opposite your heart, sort of thing. Now hold it in the right hand, and before she bring, why do you hold it in your right hand? Is right hand is your stronger hand, so it gives it a bit of chashivas, of importance, and opposite the heart is also as a sign of respect. But with that, you can... So, Omrav Yosef Bamin Yumam Rab Nachman, will Vachlote Ritsur Yotsi Yotsmitachas Yodot Tefach. 
when you are allowed to go and do Kedaitim and holding your tefillin wrapped up that is on condition that a Ritsua doesn't stick out a Ritsua the straps don't stick out more than a tefah from your hand now the question is why Rush explains for two reasons that, that um, Ritsuas of tefillin have got Kedusha as well first of all you use them to tie the tefillin so that gives it a Kedusha in its own right and second of all says Rashi you've got Shin Dalad Yud now the Shin is on the box of the um, Shorosh the Dalad is on the back although we've slightly you know Yak has got different they've got the square thing but other people normally got a Dalad <coughs> and you've got a Yud which is on the, on the shell if you look at the shell Yud if you look at the shell Yud there's a little bit a knot which I sort of never noticed it really before is that you've got a little bit of Ritsua sticking out you'll see when you put on your Tefillin tomorrow have a look at the knot of the Tefillin Shul Yad and you'll see there's a little piece sticking out that Rashi says is the Yud so therefore that's the reason why Ritsua's have got Kedusha and therefore if you're sitting down on the toilet therefore and you're holding your Tefillin you should make sure that Ritsua doesn't stick out of your hand for a Tefach what about the, the straps of the head yeah, that as well. So you have to, it's awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see in a minute, we'll see in a minute how you've got to hold it, because, you know, we, we'll talk in a minute about a bag, but we'll come to that in a second. Um, now remember that in those days they used to wear tefillin all day. Not like nowadays, because we feel it's impossible to have a, keep a goof knocky, a clean body, all day, but they you know, but in the olden days they used to do that. And I remember there was a gentleman by the name of Zalo Schwab. Do you remember him? Yeah. Used to in Lorchy Park. Yeah, yeah. He used to wear tefillin all day, right? You used to see him with his bowler hat underneath. His, from when he came home from shul, he had his tefillin on, and he kept them on all, all day. Well, I don't know, most of the day, whatever. But we don't, we don't do that nowadays. So, the, so, so the Gemara says as follows: Lai we did not learn that you have to roll up the tefillin, and only when there's time when there's time to still wear it in other words when there's time in the day in other words a person is going to the when he comes out he's going to put his tefillin back on under such circumstances yeah then we said um when there's still time in the day, then then, then he has to roll them up, etc. But if he's going, say, when it's almost night, so he's not going to put those tefillin back on when he comes out of the base of Kisei, then then you should make for them a bag, and the hollow in the bag should be at least a tefach, which we'll explain in a minute why, and then you can put them in it. Okay, so in other words, in other words, they didn't trouble you. You're not, you, you don't have to go to the trouble of putting them in a bag if you're going to put them on again after you come out of the basic kiss, eh? But if there's no time to put it on anymore when you come out of the basic kiss, eh? Then you've got to put it in a bag. Right? We'll see in a minute what this bag is all about. Um, 
it's a similar similar ruling uh, that during the day when you take your tefillin off to go and tell you, you should roll them up like like a scroll and put them in his hand opposite his heart like what we said before of a lila at night Osalem kamin kis tefach minichon at night you can make them a bag the size of tefach and with the hollow in it is at least a tefach and put them in it now Rashi explains why do you have to have a tefach inside the bag because it's like this if it's less than a tefach then it's part of the tefillin right it's just like a wrapper around the tefillin but if it's a tefach then it's a separate rishus than the tefillin then then you put it in the bag as we shall see shortly tefach well it's a fist three and a half a inches fist. yeah yeah ten centimeters yeah right so Balila the night Aslan Kamiskis Tefach or Menichon. Right? Um and the Rashi says we're talking about Rashi particularly mentions about putting it on the ground. So if you put it on the ground, you can't put Tfilin on the ground. Also, if you've got a bag which which is less than a tefach inside, it's it's bottled to the Tfilin, it's it's subordinate to the Tfilin, like part of the Tfilin. It's not a separate rishus, never you can't put it on the ground. If you're going to have a kiss tefach in order to put it on the ground. Rambam says it's just in order to go into the, into the besakise with it. It doesn't mention about the ground. But at any rate, you've got to have this bag. You've got to put it into this bag when it's the end of the day. Or when, when, when you come out, you're not going to put the tefillin back on. On our buyer, says our buyer, Loshonu shehu kilion. When did they say that you've got to have a bag which has a hollow of at least a tefach? That's only regarding a bag that is specially made for putting tefillin in. Because since it's specially made for tefillin, it's bottled to the tefillin, it's part of the tefillin as it were, and it only becomes a separate resource if you have at least a tefach hollow inside it. If you just put it in, 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 in a bag, which has nothing to do, which was not made specifically for tefillin, a filipotomy tefach, even if it's less than a tefach, it's still the tefillin are considered a separate rishus, and that's okay, that's no problem. So says the Gemara, now the Gemara brings a proof that even where it's less than a tefach, it's still considered, um, it, it, it's still considered not part, it's not part of the tefillin, but it's something separate, it's like in a separate rishus. Teda, what's the proof? That you need a tefach to make a sep- that you don't need a tefach to make a separation. Shari pachim katanim matzilim mace. Now there's a din as follows. If you've got a mace under one roof, then wherever you're standing or anything that is in the same room under the same roof as the mace becomes tommy. Except there's a special din when it comes to earthenware vessels, anything that's in an earthenware vessel doesn't become tommy. And the pachim katanim amatzilim ha'olamais. It means you've got jars. And in the jars you've got liquid or whatever it is. But since it's in, uh, uh, what do you call it? Since it's in earthenware, what's inside does not become tome, even if the interior space is less than a tefach. So it shows to you that when you have a separate rishus, even if it's less than a tefach, since these jars were not specifically made for this food or for this uh, liquid or whatever it was, even less than a tefach is okay. So similarly, therefore, when it comes to a tefillin bag, if you have this hollow of at least a tefach, that's only a bag which is specially made for tefillin. But if a bag is not made for tefillin, then you can have less than a tefach. So imagine if you were to a tefillin bag, yeah. Yeah. you place it inside the same as a carrier bag, that would be okay. 
Yes, yes. Even if it's less than a tefa, that's the point. Because that Sainsbury's bag is certainly not made to spare for tefillin. Right. Okay. The Omer Rabba Baba Chana. So he have us in Basrei Rabbi Yochanan. When we would follow Rabbi Yochanan, his practice was he have a yodan a boy a male a basic kisse. When he needed to go the basic kisse, he have a nokas if he had have a yoyvlon. When he was holding a book of agoda, a book of learning. He would give it to us before entering because it was not covered to take it into the base of Kisei. However, he had a knock at When he was holding Tfilin, he did not give it to us, but he would take it into the base of Kisei with him. Omar, because he would say, Since Rabbanon allowed us in space, Hillel says, it is allowed to take it into the base of Kisei. Let them protect me while I'm there. So Rashi says, the top Rashi there, I'll bring them in with me. They will protect me from evil spirits. I mean, we don't really know what that means. No, it's, it's a sort of more, more of a spiritual thing, evil spirits. There's evil spirits in, in a place like a base of Kisa, so therefore these tefillin will protect me. In other words, a safer he wouldn't bring in, because there was no heter to take a safer in. But since the Rabon allowed one to take in the, the base of, to take tefillin to the base of Kisa, he says, rather than leave them with, even though he had somebody who he could leave them with, he said, no, let them take them in, they will protect me from any evil spirits. You know, what those evil spirits, we don't really understand, but, you know, they they would protect me. And similarly... Isn't it feeling more higher than safer? Pardon? Isn't it, it, yes, it, yes, it, 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 yes. But, but, but since we are allowed to take it into... Because we read the thing, Basilio says, you're allowed to take it into your hand. Because he was worried otherwise, what would happen? Because he said, you can't, what do you call it? You can't put it in the front because people will take it or because of chashad. You can't put it in the back because of mice. So therefore, what should you do with it? Therefore, you're allowed to take it in with you. So, since, since there is a heter to take to it's a, a chedish. You're right. There's much more uh, kodesh than a safer, right? But, it, but since since there's a heter to take the tefillin in, I'll take them in because they will protect me from mazik. It, it seems to me that there was a proper building for a base of kisse. It wasn't. No, 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 no. no, no take it in. What do you mean by taking all? it in? No, I, I'm just I'm just using the word taking it in. So what was it? There was just a wall there in public. You, you, you well, no, the well, there was a wall between the Risharabim and the um, and the field, and you just went there and you did your business. Mm-hmm. There was no, I mean, I don't know when t- at the toilets that we have, when were they? Uh, when did they come into existence? It's 1700s. Yeah, well, exactly, a long after the, the <laughs> Zmana Gomorrah. Yeah, well, there you are, yeah. And today, as I said last week, in India, we had in my house, we had an outside toilet. I know it was a proper toilet, but it was an outside toilet. It was a Victorian toilet on the outside of the house. Yeah, yeah, we were freezing. That was a few years ago. They still have their holes in the ground. Sorry, inside, inside, just holes in the ground. Yeah, in Belarus, in today, yeah. And Rashi says. We're talking about in the field, not the where there was hafira, the not where there was a hole. In an airport. If there's a hole, then it's got the same din as our toilet. In France, but there's no that. hole. They just yeah. did it on yeah. the ground, yeah. so the yeah. side was lying there. Uh, yeah. In France, in the continent, they have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, called the continental toilet. Yeah. Okay. So, straight the whole thing. The safer though, if it's a hetter to bring tefillin in, yeah, 
which have Kedusha, have an intrinsic Kedusha, why can't you bring the Sefer in? No, because I think the whole idea of the of the reason why, you, ideally, you shouldn't bring in to fill because in the thing. They might get because lost Yeah, exactly, because of the safety element. Uh-huh. You which know, not, not the thing, the safer, and, you know, somebody's more likely to steal Tefillin than to steal a, a Sefer. I presume because the Tefillin is much, is much more valuable. It's the pun of the black market. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My first pair of Tefillin I bought from Hochhäuser's in Launcher Park, eight pounds. <laughs> this is, you can't get them for eight pounds anymore. No, you can't. No. Eight, no. eight pounds. That's a lot. What? Of money. I was by mitzvah in 1964. 1964. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Omar uh, Rava says Rava says same same story. He was here in Basra. Rav Nachman walked behind Rav he was holding a book of Agoda Yoivlon, he gave it to us, he had a knock at Tfilin when he was holding Tfilin, Lo Yoivlon, he wouldn't give it to us. Omar, he said, Hov Shirin Rabbonon, Nintron, since Chazal allows to take it in, let them protect me while I'm inside. Ton Rabbonon. Yes. If they're in company, why... You mean, why didn't you give it to them? Yes. Well, this is what he says, because once Chazal allowed me to take it in, then I'm going to take it in, because they will protect me. From Ezekiel. From Mazikin, whatever that means. Again, I say, you know, what do we well, mean? Evil spirits. Evil spirits. Yeah, yeah, but what does evil spirits mean? We don't understand. Pardon? No. No, germs is a physical thing. This is evil spirits. Maybe evil a... spirits happened in a toilet. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it yeah, is. They could be evil spirits yeah. in a toilet. Yeah. Okay. Turn around on it. A person would not hold fill in his hand for safer Torah bezrayim, and and nor should you hold a safer Torah in his arm via spalel and daven. Says Rashi, why not? The top Rashi, top line, this is general advice. A person can't concentrate. If a person is holding Tfilin in his hand, or he's holding a Sefer Torah, he's always worrying the whole time whether it might fall, and therefore he, he should not daven while doing that. And then, now this is why we bring this brisa. For la yashin behen mayim, nor may he urinate with tefillin in his hand. Right now you're going to ask, but we said contradiction. Ah, oh, very good. For la yushan behen, you can't sleep with them. Right, la shenis kavav, la shenis ara. Neither a fixed sleep nor just a nap. Again, says Rashi. Why? I think shema yafiach. Again, because he might pass wind, and that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Do we say brushmeir on upstairs in a with a safe with a safe in the hand, or do we say when no, you're in the No, it's holding a safe tower. No, it's not it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about any dabbing? You're frightened, even if you say brushmeir, you're frightened, might fall out. Okay, but you don't need to have this cover on. It says the only thing you're allowed to hold in your hand is a siddha and abaminim and on sukkahs you can hold in your right. hand. But generally speaking, you shouldn't. And then it carries on. How so much? Mo- when the husband takes out a safe to on Shabbos morning, yeah, he holds it, yeah, and he says prayers. He's not worried about that. We well, just said it's not only worried about tefillah. You see, not only that, he's concentrating on other things completely. Here, that is the filler that goes with holding the safer. So it's a bit different. You know, any case, so, and then the Gemara carries on. Omashmoel, similarly, sucking a knife, or mast and money, 
or ka'ora, a plate, plate of food, the kick on a loaf of bread, they are like, similar to tefillin and the Sefer Torah, that you shouldn't hold them while you're davening. So, Rashi explains why. First of all, a knife may fall, may fall, you're worried that if you're davening and you've got a knife in your hand, it may fall down and it may injure you. Also, you've got a plate, the plate might spill, it's got food on it. The money will be fallen, will fall and be lost. And the loaf of bread also might fall down and get dirty. So since you're, since you're worried about that, you won't dab them properly. That's, that's what Rashi says, she ain't dating me shepherds a lot. Because you won't be able to, you, you're not at ease, you're not concentrating on your davening because you're nervous that these things will fall. So apply, yes, yes, so, so there's actually a discussion, is it dafka these things or are these just examples? Right, but really, you would say anything that if you hold it, you're concentrating on holding it that it shouldn't fall down, then you shouldn't dumb with that. Omarov Omarov Sheshus. Now, now we're coming back to we're picking out this one bit of this brisa for lo yashtin bahen mayim, because we said like this lo yachazon tefillah biyod of a sefer tovers, right? And then said for lo yashtin bahen mayim, you cannot urinate with tefillin in your hand. That's what this Bryson says. Omarov, and now we're going to start quite a long, complicated thing, which we shall definitely not finish tonight. But Omarov, Omarov, Sheshes, Les Hilchaser, Kihomas Nisa. The halochal does not follow this Bryson that we've learnt, the point about the Yashtin Bahen Maim. Why? To Beis Shammai. This goes according to Beis Shammai. Right? Why? How do we know it's Beis Shammai? The e base hillel, if it is base hillel, hash the base akisei kavuashori. Base hillel allows you to take tefillin inside, even into a base akisei kavua, base akisei arum It's obvious that it would allow us to take it into a base akisei where you just urinate. Now, since this brisa says for la yashtin behen maim, you cannot urinate while holding these things. Therefore, it's obvious that that must go according to Beis Shammai. Because if you remember, we had the Brisa as follows, that Beis Shammai said you can't hold it, but you've got to put it into the wall near the Rishos Rabim. And Beis Hillel said you can hold it in your hand. And then Rebbe Kiva came and said something else. But obviously, this Brisa must go according to Beis Shammai. And since we don't pass an Alochalat Beis Shammai, we pass on with an Alochalat Beis Hillel. So therefore, he says, Les Hilchasoki Homas Nita, that this Brisa does not follow, that the halacha does not follow this b'risa. Yeah, because, because we always paskin like Beis Hillel. And this is obviously, must be Beis Shammai. Why? Because if it was Beis Hillel, if Beis Hillel allows you already to go to a Beis HaKesei Kavua with Tefillin, Kalvachamer, it would allow you to go into a Beis HaKesei Arai. So it must go obviously according to Beis Shammai. And since it goes Beis Shammai, the halacha is not like that. Now the Gemara asks the Kashuk, Mesve. We've got a Brysa as follows. Which says like this: Devarim or Something that I allowed you to do here, I forbade you to do there. And if you look at Rashi, Rashi explains, and th- this Rashi explains is because of what the continuation of the Gemara says: Sheitarati lechokan, I allowed you to do something in Babes Hakisei Kavua, says Rashi, or Sarati lechokan, which I did not, which I forbade you to do. The base of Kisei Arai. 
Rashi. Look at look in Rashi. Which no, no, no. There's a brysa. It's just a brysa which says it's enigmatic words. It doesn't explain what it is. There's going to be a big machlokas as to what these words mean. Things that are allowed for you here, or sati I forbade for you there. That's all it says. We don't know what it's talking about. We don't know what it means. Nothing. So Rashi says, what does it mean? Because, but Rashi has got the advantage of knowing the continuation of the Gemara, and therefore he says, things something that I allowed for you in a base akise kavua, or sarati arai. So something that I allowed for you in a base akise kavua, I forbade for you in a base akise arai. We we will see. We'll see in a we'll see in a, oh, right, we'll see in a minute what that all means. So now we say like this E Omra Bishloma base Hillel if you say that the this brisa of the Vormshe Tautilochokan or Satihokan follows base Hillel, then you can explain it very well. That which I allowed for you here in the case of a base hakise kavua where normally where you will do gedolim, you that you can take your tefillin in, or arai. I forbade you there in the case of a base hakise arai, where you are just urinating. So that would fit in very well as a So that could up to now we said that must be going corn to base shamai. Because with base Hillel, the Kalvachaima, if base Hillel already allow you to take it in, to fill it into a base Akise Kavua, Kalvachaima, they would allow you to take it into a base Akise Arai. So now the Gemara asks the question is, no, I can prove to you that it can even go according to base Hillel. Why? Because we have this phrase, Devorim Shaytati Lachokan, or Sarati Lachokan. Something which I allowed you to do in a Besa Kise Kavua, I did not allow you to do in a Besa Kise Arai. So wait, one, one minute, one minute. Let's just finish these two lines. Now, if you say Bishlema Base Hillel, right? If you say that Brysa follows Base Hillel, then Hitati Lachokan Kavua, that which I allowed you here in the case of a base akise kavua, namely that you can take your tefillin in, or sarti lachokan base akise arai. I forbade for you there in the case of a base akise arai where you can't take it in. One minute. Now, if you say the price that follows shamai, he, the whole thing of the varim shehitarti lachokan, that, that I allowed you to take it into a Beis HaKisei Kavua doesn't apply because Beis Shammai doesn't allow you to take it in at all to a Beis HaKisei Kavua Elamai, you must say that the Brysa where it says Yashin Bahen Mayim does not follow Beis Shammai it follows Beis Hillel see, originally, originally we wanted to say it must follow Beis Shammai right, why must it follow Beis Shammai because if it was base Hillel, we have a Kalvachana. Yes. If a base Akise Kavua is, you're allowed to take it to fill in, in certainly Kalvachana you're allowed to take in, in the base Akise Arai. <coughs> and it says here, but I Yashin you cannot take it into base Akise Arai. That's what we wanted to say. Now that we've got this additional, mish, uh, additional Brysa, which says, Devorim Shetarati Lachokan, or Sarati Lachokan, you can only fit that into base Hillel because you can say something that I allowed you to do here, namely that you were allowed to take your tefillin 
in into a base of kisekavua. I'm I'm osante lechokan. I'm not allowing you to take it into a base of kisse. All right. One minute. One minute. So that fills in very well according to Beis Hillel. If you say that the Brisa follows Beis Shammai, doesn't make sense. Because Beis Shammai was never matter you to take it in at all. Right? So answers the Gemara as follows. We're not talking, this Brisa of Devorim, is not mentioned at all in reference to Tfilin. It's about another subject altogether. So therefore it sheds no light on right. whether Beis Shammai or Beis Hillel. It's not talking about Tefillin, it's talking about something else. Oh, but, 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 how could you understand the Kalbahoma or Beis Hillel? It would make sense. Oh, right, right, well, we'll come to that. Right. So what's it talking about? Ki What is this Brisa where it says, Devorim Shei or What's it talking about? Le'inyan Tefach Utfochayim. There's a din. That when you go to the Beis Hakisei, that you are allowed to, well, we'll, we'll, we'll learn it here now. To Tony Choda, in one bride it says, Kushu Nifne. When you relieve yourself, Megale La'achrov Tefach, you can expose only one Tefach in the back, because that's all you need, right? Because when you are uh, doing Gedalim, you're, normally you're sitting down, and therefore you only need one Tefach. This is what the, this is what the Brizer says. But in front of you, you can reveal. So, because of the laws of modesty, you should reveal as little of your body as possible. So, therefore, only one tefach on the back, but in the front, two tefachim. Right? And 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 the the reason explained is why is it that you need two tefachim in the front, only one tefach in the back? Because when you're sitting down and and you're doing kadalim, you only need one tefach because it goes straight down. Whereas when you uh, do katanim, it doesn't go straight down; it arches and it splashes, etc. So you need a little bit more space. You're allowed to reveal two tefachim. For Tanya Idoch, and we learnt a second brayser that la'achrov tefach, again, which is the same as the first brayser that you're allowed to reveal a tefach behind, but in front nothing. So again, the first brayser said one tefach behind and two tefachim in front. The second brayser said one tefach behind and nothing in front. Ah, right, wait. How are you going to do it? Ah, ah, ah. So my love, idi ve idi ve ish. You cannot presume that both of these brayers refer to a man. Velai kasha, can't look at him, can't look at him. Right? Can't look at him, can't look at him. When it comes to gadolim. Then you're allowed one tefach mm-hmm. at the back, right? And nothing in the front, nothing in the front, because you're only doing kadaidim. And the other brisa, which says that you're allowed two tefachim in the front, is where you're doing katanim, right? So it says the Gemara, oh, what's the obvious question? If we're talking about Katanim and you're allowed to, to, to talk him in the front, what's the obvious kasha? Why are you allowed a tefach in the back? You're only doing Katanim. Oh, that's, oh, very good. That's the answer of the Gemara. Danny, I thought you would know that answer. The Tizbra, <laughs> right? Ibe Katanim, if you want to say the first Brysa is dealing with Katanim and remind ourselves, what does the first Brysa say? The first Tonachodah says, Kushinifne Megalel Achrov Tefach, 
both brides say one tefach behind. Or the funnel tochaim, you can have two tefachim in the front. If you're talking about katanim, why do I need one tefach behind? You're only doing katanim. Answer the Gemara. Eli idi idi begdailim. Both of, both brises are t- t- dealing with gadailim. If so, we've got one briser which says you can't have any, you can't reveal anything in the front. Another briser says you can reveal two tvochim in the front. Hobba ish, hobba isha. It's as follows. A man is, if a man needs, so we're both talking, both brisers, we're talking about gadailim. The, the, the laws of nature are such that if a man needs to do gadailim, the exertion of doing gadailim will make him do katanim as well. Whereas apparently with women, that is not the same. Now, yeah, that's the Gemara saying. And I did ask one or two women. I mean, you know, people related to me. I didn't walk down the street and do a, a straw poll, you know. And they told me that is the case, which I never knew that. <coughs> I never knew that. That a man obviously goes thing, it makes him need to do katanim as well, whereas a woman does not. So that. No, I'm, I'm, so therefore it says, Hobbit ish, Hobbit isha. A man has got to expose himself in front, even when he's doing Gadolim, because right. the exertion of, of moving his bowels makes him, causes him to, to do Gadolim as well. But, so, so therefore the one which says you're allowed to have one Tefach in the back and two Tefachim in the front is regarding a man, because a man has got to do urinate as well. But a, a, a woman, where it says you don't, have, you're not, she's not allowed to expose herself at all, is because when she goes for katanim, she does not need to do katanim, and therefore she does not have to reveal anything in the front at all. I mean, I've never been, I've never noticed anyone going to the toilet with a measuring tape. I mean, you don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway, so so therefore now we understand. Now we understand. The varimshir tati lachon or tati lachokam means nothing to do with twilin right. at all. It means that which I the varimshir hitati lachokam, which I allowed for the thing which I allowed for a man, i.e., to reveal two tefachim in front, because gadolim is going to when he exerts himself, he's going to do katanim as well. Or tati lachokam, I forbade for a woman because a woman has, does not have does not need to do that. So that's what Devorim Shatad Lachokan or Sati Lachokan refers to a Tefach and Tefachayim. It doesn't refer to Tefillin at all. Alright, we'll leave it there.